At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a Mall Shaw. In about 45 minutes, we're going to have Darren Banks, former NHL player and a host here at Circuit the D in Golden Gate. He's going to talk about if the Montreal Canadiens have any chance of upsetting the Knights in this in this NHL semifinal and who he likes over in the rematch between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But first of all, a ton of news out of the NBA. Yeah. A great game in the East last night, but a lot of news out of the West. Let's start with the Clippers. Clippers have declared that Kawhi Leonard suffered a right knee sprain and will be out for Game 5 tonight against the Jazz in Salt Lake City. According to Shams Charnia, they fear that it's an ACL injury and he's out indefinitely. Yeah, this is going to be a huge blow either way. Forget uh, in terms of long-term effect, but obviously it appears like he's going to miss Games 5 and 6 and a potential Game 7. I don't even think we get to a Game 7 if there's no Kawhi Leonard in the lineup for the Clippers. I think they're in serious trouble tonight in Salt Lake City. Can they win at home at Staples without him? Yeah, I think they can, but really, you want to have your star be out the first game, and you hope it would be at home. Generally speaking, the drop-off, and that's why last night I didn't think it was going to matter that Kyrie wasn't in the lineup for the Nets. Being at home makes a huge difference that one game. Now the impact will be felt for the Bucks nets when they go to game six. Uh, in terms of this Clippers side, I think you'll see a larger impact to a certain extent here because it's on the road. Had it been at home, I felt like it would have been a game. The second game would have been much more detrimental. Sitting and wait for the winner of the Jazz Clippers series is the Phoenix Suns. Breaking news early this morning, about 6 o'clock Pacific time, that Chris Paul had entered the COVID protocol, according to The Athletic. It's been confirmed, according to 
John Gambadoro of ArizonaSports.com, that he did have a positive test. Yeah, it's going to be a big blow now. It's going to be interesting to see because the NBA has a policy. If you've gotten vaccinated, then your time to return is not as long. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if uh, he has done that or not. We'll find out because, look, tonight the Clippers play against the Jazz. Today is Wednesday. Uh, what is game six on uh, Friday and Friday, probably Sunday? Su- mm-hmm. Sunday. And let's assume for a second we don't go to a Game 7 with no Kawhi Leonard in the lineup and you get Utah. Series is probably going to start on Tuesday, maybe Monday, probably Tuesday, though. Um, You've got a quick turnaround. It would be a huge blow to the Phoenix Suns if Chris Paul's out for one, two, three games. If he's out two weeks, he could possibly out the first three games of the series. Well, don't worry. His teammates will be joining him. (laughs) All right. In the East last night, a terrific game. You took the Nets. You got a good number, plus four. Uh, it didn't look good in the first half. Milwaukee got out to a big lead, double-digit lead, really maintained that lead early in the second half. And then, to me, it was a collapse on the half of the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, look, I, I knew Milwaukee was in trouble when they were up 11, and they were shooting 54% from the floor, and the Nets were shooting 31%. When you're on the road and you only have an 11-point lead and you've got a 23% uh, field goal percentage differential, you've got to be far ahead of that. You've got to be about plus 15 and I know I'm sit, sitting there splitting hairs with four points, but that's a big difference, and it adds up over the course of the game. But I'll tell you, Mike, to me, I thought the real play, I mean, I was fortunate Nets win with the plus four, but the real play was at halftime. You see this Nets team in trouble. You knew they were going to make a push at home. Great opportunity. And this is where so many of the bets are really won or lost. You have some great opportunities to get good numbers. In-game, I, t- I took a pretty big bet on the Nets plus 12 and a half. I was like, these guys are going to make a run. They're was not going to get waxed this, at home. Was this at halftime early in the second half? I made a bet in the second quarter okay. and made another bet in the third quarter. I mean, there were opportunities throughout this course of this game. They were they were trailing, uh, you know, fairly extensively until we got to the fourth quarter. No Kyrie is going to be out for yeah. game six as well in Milwaukee. Harden really just a decoy last night, uh, you know, a shade of his real self. KD steps up. He plays all 48 minutes, yeah. goes for, for 49, 17, and 10, three steals and two blocks, and has an MVP-like performance last night. It was beyond MVP. This was an all-time performance. To put up the numbers he put up last night was spectacular. How about this, though? 16 for 23. And think about this. Five of those misses came from the three-point arc. Overall, inside the arc, he was 12 for 14. That's unbelievable. I'll tell you what my big disappointment with uh, Durant last night is. 13 for 16 at the free-throw line. This guy's... If I woke him up at 4 o'clock in the morning to shoot free-throws, he'd make 14 out of 16. He was off the charts great. Based on observing last night's game... And we know we'll have no Kyrie. We really sort of know how hard it is. Now, maybe he's better in Game 6. Do you like the Bucks back home in Milwaukee in Game 6? <laughs> I do I do a lot, and I also like Milwaukee to win Game 7. I, I think, listen, the Nets made a push last night. I referred to it. I said, listen, it was the number that was wrong. We're going to come back in Game 7. I believe the line will probably be closer to 2, uh, maybe 1. And I think Milwaukee's going to win the Game game 7 on the road. I, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Well, you can get the series price right now. Nets are minus 265 of all. You can get 210 with the Bucks. Yeah, I got to run the numbers in terms of how it will play out, but uh, plus two ten seems pretty good considering they're minus two twenty at home. Terrific game last night in Brooklyn. Saw the Nets come back to take the three two series lead over the Bucks. We're discussing that. Amal likes the Bucks going forward to win both Game Six at home in Milwaukee and Game Seven back in Brooklyn. And two ten is the series price on that. Darren Banks coming up in about forty minutes, folks. This is the Nuts with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. He'll discuss VGK Montreal as well as Tampa Bay and the New York Islanders, when he joins us here live in studio. Some interesting coaching news in the NBA as well this morning. Scott Brooks could not come to terms with the Washington Wizards, so he's out there partying ways. They made that nice late push this year, got their way into the playoffs, 
finished 34 and 38, 521 and 414 overall. Amal, of course, his best days in Oklahoma City. Well, absolutely. I mean, the talent is not the same in Washington. I know they have uh, Bradley Beal and, of course, Russell Westbrook, but compared to what he had in Oklahoma City, you know, at this point, I think he's a solid coach. I think he'll, he'll find a way onto a bench somewhere else in a, probably a situation that appeals to him. If not, he may not jump into something right away. In less shocking news, <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans have released Stan Van Gundy after just one season. Uh, a lot of disappointment there. They had high expectations, obviously, with Zion and that team. They finished 31 and 41. Career record for Stan, 554 against 425. Yeah, you know, he's, he did well when he was in Orlando for a while. Remember, they had uh, four straight 51-win seasons there. That helped a lot. But uh, in New Orleans, they just couldn't get on track here, and I didn't think he's the guy. I don't know if his personality works well with a lot of the players. Uh, when you're out in one season, to me, it's not about the coaching more so. It's about your personality. I think a lot of teams can uh, survive if you've had a bad year. Remember, they also had injuries throughout the course of the season. We saw Brandon Ingram miss time, Ball miss time. Uh, you know, so you had some guys in and out of the lineup. I want to pose this question to you, Marlon, and we haven't talked about it yeah. beforehand, so you're coming in fresh. Who is the most likely to be coaching in the NBA in the 2022-2023 season? That's two years from now. That's not next season, yeah. two seasons. Scott Brooks, mm-hmm. Stan Van Gundy, mm-hmm. Coach K as a head coach, of course. Becky Hammond, yeah. Don Staley. As a head coach? As a head coach in the NBA. Uh, I'll go with Scott Brooks and uh, Becky Hammond. Okay. I'll coach like K is out. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not sure he's going to be able to find enough hair dye whatever city he goes to. Uh, and then, of course, Stan Van Gundy. He's got the personality of sandpaper. You know, he, he, look, Pat Riley removes him from the bench. All that happens is they win a ring. <laughs> I mean, it tells you all you need to know about Stan the man. Uh, I, so for me, he's out. I, I don't know if Don Staley is going to be in the NBA. And I, I, again, Coach K, I, I don't think he'll be there either. Because, well, you've got to see if Pete Gaudet's available. That's right. You've got to pin the losses on somebody when you when you. Hey, when by you're... the way, where is that skinny guy, John Feinstein, to defend Coach K? <laughs> Wrote a great book on the Final Four, John. I'm sure he did. Well, <laughs> you should also write a book on dieting. <laughs> Let's focus now. I'm all on tonight's two games on the hardwood. Let's start in the East where the 76ers... Go back home after blowing a lead in Atlanta. We see them as a, as a seven-point favorite tonight. I was a little bit surprised by this line, a total of 224. Uh, if you prefer not to lay seven, look at the money line. That's up as well from 250 to 260, now sitting at 275 a mile. Yeah, uh, this is a play that the number seems a little bit high, Mike. I, but the money line is a little bit low in my opinion. Okay. I thought this should have been north of $3. I like the 76ers here. Love tonight a scenario where you take 76ers money line, they go up 3-2, and Utah 3-2. Uh, I think these things work out in a pretty good situation when you look at it from both teams' perspectives at, that are at home. If, you're, if you think the 76ers are going to win tonight, are you better off laying the series price, which currently sits at 305? Uh, get back 240 on the Hawks than you are in the individual game at 275. Excellent point, and yes, you are. However, the problem is so many times a lot of the betters they're just very short-term. They may not be players that uh, put in for extended periods of time in terms of futures bets or what have you. Because remember now, for some of the people, you're going to be tying this money up for at least uh, three days, maybe five days. So I, I don't know if they'll necessarily want to do that. But, yeah, I think that's an excellent point because you could have a mulligan here, right? Let's say they lose this game, they go down Atlanta, win game number six, and then, uh, you know, game seven, you have an opportunity to win as well. Interesting stat on Doc Rivers' team and how they uh, respond to a loss uh, in the playoffs, following a loss, they're 4-0 against the spread, not just straight up. So they've, they've done well off a loss and haven't, haven't had two bad games in a row. You alluded to the fact 
Clippers versus Jazz tonight in Salt Lake City. This was the spot I thought the Clippers could steal a game until we got the Kawhi news. This line now, of course, ballooning up. It's at 7 right now off the fact that Kawhi won't be playing. You look here, you're right, 275 on the money line um, with the 76ers. Same point spread, 285 with the money line here with the Clippers in a total of 220.5. Yeah, first of all, I, I think mentally for the Clippers, it's devastating. You lose your best player. Imagine if you have the Brooklyn Nets without uh, Kevin Durant. You've got a situation with Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. It's a huge blow. I don't know if they're going to be able to overcome it in terms of being competitive, Mike. I think this is a game the Jazz are going to be able to cover. I think they bounce back. They were embarrassed in terms of their performance in games number three and four at the Staples Center. They should be much, much better defensively. I think Quinn Snyder's team rebounds. And now, if you look at it from a Utah perspective, think about this, and I'm not trying to dismiss what they've accomplished this year. You've got Chris Paul potentially facing a COVID issue. You should get past the Clippers because Kawhi's going to be out. If Paul misses games one, two, or even three, the, really the game's critical game is three for me because games one and two are in Salt Lake City. You should be able to get those at home, even though you were 0-3 versus them this year. On the other side, Brooklyn's got some injury concerns. DiVincenzo, who's a rotation player for the Bucks, is out. That has had a little bit of an impact in the series. I'm not going to overreact and sit there and say he would have won games for them. And then, of course, Joel Embiid has looked like he's been hampered a little bit by injuries again. Uh, he was 0-12 in the second half of Game 4 in Atlanta. So if you are Utah, I don't know if things can align any better. You've got home court advantage throughout the postseason, and now you've got to win basically two out of three at home, Four out of seven, and then you got to do the same thing. This is as good as it gets for Quinn Snyder and company. It's almost as if they've been given a double buy into the NBA Finals here. Well, I wouldn't go that far, oh. but uh, let, let's see what happens with the Chris Paul situation. Here, here's he's, the one concern I have. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's very interesting because of the fact that he's vaccinated. I mean, maybe he's only out three or four days. I don't know, right? You Typically, you've seen it two weeks, but vaccinations now change the whole landscape on this. I agree with you, but that's not my concern. We've seen players come back from COVID and have some respiratory mm-hmm. issues. If Chris Paul is not necessarily up to speed, you know, he's the catalyst for this team. Make no mistake about it. Booker's their best score, but it's Chris Paul that's the reason why they're in this position. Where do the Clippers go? I'm not talking, I don't think the points is the biggest issue tonight in Kawhi, but where do they go for the defense? Who's going to step up here? Because we've seen Utah be very efficient offensively in those two games in Salt Lake, games one and two. Absolutely right. But for me, it's just all encompassing offensively, defensively, even though he's not a vocal leader. There is just a difference. If you walk into a fight with a guy who's 6'6", 260, and looks like he's going to be able to pound the other people than somebody who's a little bit smaller in stature, and that's what Kawhi is. He's right, like he's your first-team all-airport guy. He's the guy you want getting off the plane. 6'8", looks like he can play any position in terms of 1-4 to four potentially. He's a difference maker in how this team operates. They can facilitate so much through him. Terrific free-throw shooter. Him and Paul George, terrific free-throw shooters for guys that can really score the basketball. But I just think it puts such an onus on Paul George. Now, with all that being said, you know, Paul George likes to be considered in that same level of elite player that he was on with the Olympic team. If Paul George is that player, he has to prove it. This, this, can you imagine, Mike, if he can will this team to two wins in the next three games? It will be a breakout chance for him in his career because up to Absolutely. this point, he has not answered that question, yes. No, and, <laughs> you know, to me, this is the chance. You, you know, the postseason is where you make your mark. You know, we talk about it all the time. They always make fun of Charles Barkley on TNT because he's had such a stellar career but he never won a title, and you get criticized for that. If you want to be considered an elite-level player, I thought Kevin Durant last night said, hey, listen, Kawhi's great. He's won a couple of titles. Steph's a great player. But I'm still probably the second-best player over the last 15 years in the NBA the way he stepped up last night. I'm all I want to talk briefly before we get behind the bets about the game tonight at T-Mobile. Game 2, VGK and the Montreal Canadiens. 
this series price, which we thought was very high at the beginning, around $5, has doubled them all. The, 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 the Knights are now a dime, 10 to 1 to win this series. You can get back 650 with the Canadians. I know you got them at $4 before game one. Is this an overreaction? Vegas is expected to win game one at home. Yeah, they're expected to win game one at home. Also, if you look at the first 12 minutes of that game, Montreal probably had two, three opportunities they didn't capitalize on. I thought uh, the Shea Theodore goal, everything went properly for the Vegas Golden Knights. to win a clean face-off. Uh, and uh, Price it, never saw it. it. No, Price no. never saw it. It changed the dynamic of the game. Look, I think Montreal is going to be tough to play if you're trailing against them. And uh, after the goal uh, that made it 2-1, to one, we see uh, Vegas respond within a minute and get a goal to get it to 3-1. to one. That was the difference in the game. For me, I still think it's an overreaction on the price. I'm probably going to end up taking a small play on Montreal here. Just have to on principle based on the number. Mike, let me ask you this. Let's say Montreal wins tonight. Or even if they lose tonight, they go back and they win two games in Montreal and it's 2-2. Yeah. Well, I mean... They, they should be less than $5. What they started out at when you think the better team over a longer stretch, now it's a shorter with more variance in a three-game t- series. Didn't we just see a series with the Colorado Avalanche mm-hmm. after the first game and a half? Not not the conclusion of game two, but the game and a half. Everybody was uh, planning the parade down Blake Street. Hey, when are we going to be out to see Where are we going to get photos of the cup with it? I mean, it's like it's unbelievable. Now all of a sudden this team's at home watching like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, two seventy-five, a similar price to game number one on the on the nights. Here's the interesting thing: you can shop around. You can either take a five and a half or a five for a total. I know you bet the first game under five and a half. I don't think you're going to play five. I don't like to play fives under as well because if you get to two two, you can't win. Would you lay a uh, dollar forty-five on under five and a half tonight, or is it a pass for you? No, actually, I, you know, it's funny. I stayed away from this game because I wasn't even thinking about the total. I really thought they were going to come back with a five. And I think that's a play that has to be made at under five and a half, even though the juice is very high. Most places are a five. Here we're looking at the odds via DraftKings, five and a half with the heavy juice, now up to 148 on the under. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why in the uh, all-in segment I didn't submit a play on it because, Mike, when I initially saw the line at five, I was not expecting to see a five and a half anywhere, and this is a big number. I think you have to take a look at it, particularly with the way uh, Montreal is capable of defending. And Vegas, at the same time, you know, we kept on talking about Carey Price before the series started, but Marc-Andre Fleury actually came in with the better goals against, and it's actually, and it's gone down. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go behind the bets, Amal. We're going to break down one of our best plays for the day. Yeah, I'm going to start up in the Bay Area. Last night came up a little bit rough, empty on that Giants-Arizona game. They still get the win, 9-8. Yastrzemski hits a walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. This was a 7-0 game, Mike, in the second inning. You know, when they were up 8-3 to in the sixth, yeah. You could have got 25 to 1 on the Giants, plus 2,500 in game. I, I was looking at it because we watched this Arizona team blow a five run lead on Saturday. They have constantly done it. What an opportunity. You know, you just sneak in a bet on one of those, you throw 100 on it, boom, all of a sudden, you know, it's a huge pickup. Now, and here's the thing well, you can sit there and say, well, how often does it happen? All you got to be right is one out of 25 times. <laughs> I mean, it, it justifies the math. But you look at this uh, Arizona team, they've given up 75 runs, 75 runs during their 12 game losing streak. Uh, and you look at this team, the Diamondbacks haven't won on the road since April 25th. They're 6-18 and versus the National League West. They continue to scuffle. Their road record, Mike, 9-29, and Giants 20-9 and at home. This is not necessarily a play on the Giants. This is a play against the Diamondbacks, and I took the run line here. I like the plus money price of 125. I was surprised that they weren't a bigger favorite today, given that. So that's was how, I. That's so was I. Just he one hit the Nationals Friday night and against and beat, Merrill beat, Kelly. Uh, beat us and Scher- with Scherzer. Yeah. Both of us uh, hit, hit our tickets there. So uh, Disclafani's pitched very well. It's a better. They had a, an opener yesterday, right? Yeah. Why isn't this number much higher? 
I don't know, and I'll tell you what's interesting. I'm not sure how uh, Arizona responds mentally. This pitching staff can't get anybody out. I mean, the only way they're going to win a game is if it's only seven innings. They need a doubleheader because they definitely can't get 27 outs. 26 to 28, 20 in a row on the road. I mean, what's the mood in that clubhouse? I, I mean, it's unbelievably brutal. When do I get paid? Okay. <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm going to go back to a game I had yesterday as well. I'm all went back to the run line with the Giants. I'm going back to the run line with the Indians. It was National Matt Harvey Day for all the betters yesterday. And, of course, again, he gives up six earned runs, and it's a pretty easy run line cover for the Indians. Now we get Savali tonight for them, who's 9-2 and two this year, uh, with an ERA over three and a whip just around one. Uh, the Orioles' last 15 losses have all have been by an average of almost three and a half runs. So, I mean, the run line really plays in here. You get plus 120 at home with Cleveland with a pitcher that's 9-2 and two in Savali. And then Keegan Aiken now, who's a bullpen guy, they've started him his last three games. He didn't pitch that badly against. He pitched fairly well against Cleveland in Baltimore in that series. Um, but you're not going to get more than four or five innings out of him. So you're going to get this Orioles bullpen as well. So... Yeah, you know you only get eight chances to bat when you're the home team like we're doing with the Giants here, but you're going to be facing a bullpen against and against a starter that's relatively inexperienced against a guy going for his 10th win in Savali tonight. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, this Orioles team is horrendous. You know, they're the American League version of what we have with the Arizona Diamondbacks in the National League. They continue to scuffle. I think Savali bounces back. He had that rough start at home. Uh, I forgot who it was against last weekend. But I think he'll be better in this one. That was against the Seattle Mariners, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. But they 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 came back in that game. So uh, all was not lost there in terms of that. It's an interesting Major League Baseball uh, schedule today. Uh, that I wanted to hit on several games, and maybe we can carry it over uh, into the second segment. But let's talk about Jacob deGrom yeah. and how good he's been. But in the game of baseball... Are you ever justified to lay $3 from a philosophical standpoint? And we're going to see that tonight with DeGrom against the Cubs. You know, it's funny. I saw this number. I saw DeGrom pitching, and I was like, oh, can't do it on this one. Uh, I think the run line is a play here. But, you know, it scares me with the Mets at times because they just don't score enough. They're inconsistent. But I I think you have to do it with Jacob DeGrom on the mound. The 6.5 is too low. Let's talk about, yeah, it is too low. Let's talk about how good DeGrom has been. This is in the modern era of baseball through a pitcher's first 10 starts. The best ERA that's ever been accomplished. Uh, just right down around half a run. 0.56, a whip of 0.53 here. I hear everything you're saying, and I'm not trying to take anything away from mm-hmm. him. He's been unbelievable. I mean, for me, growing up, it was Dwight Gooden, 85 year was the best year. But the one thing I would argue, and DeGrom's been unbelievable, but when Pedro was doing this in 99, guys were juiced. I mean, I think they were taking shots in the on-deck circle. And they were hitting the ball six miles. There were, there were balls at Fenway that still haven't landed yet. And you look at now, we're seeing the run scoring down. Uh, we see the change in the baseball has had a major impact. I mean, the Minnesota Twins were hitting 2,000 homers the last couple of years. And now, all of a sudden, this team can't score. I, and so, it's not a knock against him. I just feel like the game has changed a little bit. And by the way, you've got teams that can't hit to save their life right now. Yeah, the league average is down almost 10 points. Well, think about this. If you hit... 300 and hit seven homers, you're not getting big contracts. You strike out 200 times, hit 220, but you draw, hit 40 homers, you're getting a $25 million deal. Yeah, you might get a 10-year deal. Yeah, exactly. Who, who, who knows? <laughs> Great business people in baseball. <laughs> As we said, uh, we're going to take a look at the Major League Baseball slate when we come back, including Padres at Rockies, where I guard you, Darvish, blew a 4 nothing lead last night to this tough home team, the Colorado Rockies. That's next on The Nuts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In 20 minutes, we'll have Darren Banks in studio, former Boston Bruin. He's going to talk about the two semifinal series still remaining in the NHL. Amal, let's go to the diamond. Here's a number I didn't get, okay? Let's go back to Colorado. Padres Rockies today. You get Blake Snell. Blake Snell has been abysmal, abysmal, especially on the road this year. 
Overall, he's two and three, four nine seven, one four seven whip. Double those numbers on the road, almost. ERA of nearly seven, a whip of one point eight, and he's going to be a two dollar favorite today. I know Freeland's been bad, but it's a short sample size. He's only started three games. He's zero and two. You can kind of throw a line through it. I mean, he's never regained the form he had it two years ago. Right. Uh, Colorado has won the first two games of this series. Oh, by the way, that's five series in a row the Padres have lost. I'm on the Jace Tingler here. When are we getting to get rid of Jace Tingler? But let's address this game particularly. You interested in the 170 with the Rockies? I am. Also, how about taking a look at the reverse run line here? Oh, that's your angle. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you look at it, to me, uh, the price... Now, it won't be as great because it's that course. And so I'm just trying to pull up the number on this one real quickly, Mike, because... uh, Colorado yesterday they're trailing four nothing. Mm-hmm. Come back and they double yeah. up the Padres. Darvish is up four nothing. Yeah. By the way, what's up with your guy, you Darvish? Yeah, I don't know. Bad job by him last night. Bad <laughs> job. Uh, the, he's got to be better. And I tell you what, Blake Snell. We can see why the uh, Tampa Bay Rays let him go west. The Padres also need to score in more than one or two innings each game. I mean, that's a problem for plus two seventy on the rocks uh, on the reverse run line. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it's, a small play. Of course. Yeah. I, I agree with you. You, you know my thing, though. I love teams in the reverse run line when they're on losing streaks. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's proven out time and time again. You just got to find the right time. Well, How about if you'd have had Arizona last night at plus 350 on the reverse run line? You'd be sick. Up I, seven I, I was thinking about that. You'd and be I said, this sick. Is, well, you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. You're not getting beaten in that spot. You know why? Because you take the, the and you take yeah, plus 2,500. Yeah, plenty of yeah, opportunities. Absolutely, yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's go back up the shuffle off the Buffalo. Didn't treat kindly uh, Ryu last night. Ryu left the game with the lead. I thought he pitched pretty well. Gave up a couple solo home runs. The Toronto bullpen collapsed, and the Yankees had a rare come-from-behind victory. Now you get Big Daddy Garrett Cole, who will be a huge favorite in every game he pitches. Uh, and he's going to lay on the road here tonight, close to uh, close to $1.55 now, against uh, Ross Stripling. Cole 7-3, 231, whip under 1, .87. I'm all 81 innings, 113 strikeouts. Stripley's pitched pretty good against against inside the division, where he uh, where he has an ERA about a buck and a half less than overall. Yeah, this is a this is one of the better prices you're finding with Cole on the road. I wouldn't mind taking a shot here with him. Maybe even uh, take a look at the run line. But I'm a little bit concerned because the Yankees' offense has been so inconsistent. You mentioned it yesterday they uh, come from behind down five to two and win the game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably look towards Cole if not no play here. I'm not really thrilled about again laying 160 on the road though. How about the total, Amal? Uh, eight and a half. No, yeah. no interest here. No in interest this. because yeah. of that park in Buffalo. That it's a AAA park. I, yeah, that and the fact that let's see how effective Cole is. Cole can go out there. He could potentially hold you to one run. And Yankees. Uh, I, I would look towards the under. But then on the flip side, you mentioned the ballpark being a concern in terms of being hitter friendly. All right, quickly, let's hit this Cubs Mets game again. Jacob Degrom goes tonight for the Mets. Uh, a huge favorite against Robert Stock, who's making his first start for the Cubs. Degrom six and two. Think about the fact that he's got an ERA of .56 and a WHIP of .53, and he's lost two games. They've never traditionally supported him with runs, as he won Cy Youngs with 500 records each year. But just outstanding. Amal, 103 strikeouts against eight walks and only three <laughs> home runs allowed uh, in 68 innings. He's a three-dollar favorite. Does he deserve to be a three-dollar favorite? Maybe he does. But in baseball, where the best teams Win 60% of the time. I can't lay $3. I'm with you on that. And to your point about uh, this matchup, if you had not been following baseball all year and seen what DeGrom has done, you see the numbers say 103 to 8 base on balls, mm-hmm. you'd say it's a misprint. There's an area, what is it, 28, 38? Those are, those are Josh Towers' numbers over a decade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's been, DeGrom's been unbelievable. To your point, not going to touch this game. The price is too high. If you're going to make this play, Mike, I think it's got to be a run line play on the Reds, uh, Mets minus 118. 
I want to get your reaction, Amal, to Tyler Glass now, if you were following this. Goes out of the game Monday night against Lance Lynn in Chicago with an injury. Blasts MLB saying that this new ban on sticky substances has caused him to change everything and caused his injury. Yeah, I'm not necessarily going to buy that, but uh, I, I will defer to him. He knows a heck of a lot more than I do from a pitcher's perspective, so I, I, don't, I don't really know uh, how much of an impact it has. I don't necessarily believe it caused the injury, though. It's interesting how openly he spoke about it, though, and how widespread this must be that yeah. you'd come out in the media and say, if I can't use a sticky substance, I hurt myself. I have to reinvent the way I pitch. Yeah, I think everybody's doing it. I mean, it, more than everybody. Yeah. I don't, we, we'll ask the traveling man, Josh Towers, when he joins the show next week about it, but it, it certainly was an interesting reaction. Okay, last night, I, I didn't track all your plays. I know you were 3-0 and at one point. You had five plays last night. We'll, we'll discuss that. It's a, a rarity when you come up with, uh, with that many, but I know you did well. We'll see if Amal has as many bets tonight and where the Palm Reader playbook is going. That's next on The Nuts. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with the VSIN Best Bets. You can also all download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and last. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod. You know, I would do a podcast, but I don't think it'll get mentioned in here. I don't know if it would. Ron always wanted us to do a podcast. Now we're doing a show. All of these are free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get all your podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw, and it's that time of the show where we reveal what we're betting today. My man, Amal Shaw, 4-1. and one. Only thing he didn't hit yesterday was Giants run line. They won the game, but they didn't cover the two. My guess is you're feeling yourself. You're going to have multiple plays again today, Amal. Oh, God. Boy, that's some ego you got over there. It's in there telling you. I'm praising you. No, no, no. That that was a backhanded compliment at best. The reason why I've got multiple plays, first of all, let's start with Italy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This number on Italy, Switzerland, Mike, to me is a bad line. This number should have been two. Now, if you look around town, there were a couple of different places. There was a two plus 115 to the under, but the two and a half to me is critical here. I think Switzerland's going to have a hard time getting on the score sheet. I think the Italians keep another clean sheet, get the three points, and move on. I think this is probably a one nil type of win for the Italians. Uh, going to stay with this one under two and a half minus 140. Giants coming back with the run line. I love the plus 125. You and I talked about it, uh, I think it was in the first segment. You were spot on with this. Mike, this line should be $2. How last night was this number at minus 190? Now today with Merrill Kelly on the bump against DeSclafani, this number is at 170. Wrong number here this and is plus a, just 125. To, just, just to clarify, well, it's plus 125 on the run, run line. line yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I love the Giants in this spot. I'm concerned from a momentum standpoint. How do the Diamondbacks come back? That bullpen can't get anybody out. 12-game losing streak. They've given up 75 runs. It's not a lack of offense for this team right now. Yeah, it, it, they just can't put anything together. When they yeah. don't, when they pitch, they don't score, and when they score, they can't hold the lead. Absolutely right. And then the final play, Jazz Clippers. Now, this was a play because 
no Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. I wasn't sure. I would I would not have touched this game if Kawhi was healthy. But now with Utah at home minus seven, I think this turns into blowout city. Mike, I will tell you one thing I didn't add, and that I'm going to do it. Uh, is the 76ers and Jazz two-team money line parlay? You're looking at minus 275, minus 285. You're looking at probably around a price of minus 120 or so. Yeah, I want to comment on the the game uh, in Europe, the Switzerland Italy game. I have a three-team parlay live right now with Italy minus one. I played three sides today. I played the games all under, but I played three sides: um, Russia. Uh, Wales at a plus price, yeah. and now Italy minus one at plus 130. So I might be doing some hedging somewhat point in this game. I, I like Italy to win to nil. I don't think Switzerland's going to score. Um, I, I have a question for you. Yes. Why take the three-way line mm-hmm. with the minus one? I know I get the plus price instead yeah. of taking the Italians at minus 160 on the, on, excuse me, on the, you took it on the spread line. Yeah. But on the three-way line, Italians are minus 160. Why not take Italy there? Because... You can still win the match at 1-0, whereas that if it's a 1-0, you push on your bet. I push, but it's a little bit of a hedge against the under, too, right? I mean, if they get to two, then my under is in jeopardy, but I can cover the side. Now, I've got the first two legs in here, so actually the parlay pays more than what I bet straight bet on the total. So I, I wish I was in your spot here because uh, you could take a half a goal with Switzerland during the game and cover that uh, yeah. the three-way line. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing. I, I don't generally like to lay a single goal mm-hmm. unless you're getting tremendous value on the play. All right, let's get to the Palm Reader playbook now. I do have a couple of plays. As we talked about in Behind the Bets, I'm going to take Savali in the run line against the Orioles with the Indians tonight. This cast for us against Harvey yesterday. I know Aiken's better than Harvey, but Savali's better than Quantrill as well. And I, I couldn't pass up this plus 120 at home here. I'm with them all with the Giants I think this Sclafani should be a $2 favorite. I today. do, too. Maybe 210 Yeah, against absolutely. this team. This team, historically bad run. This Sclafani just threw a one-header Friday night against the Nationals. This, When we look at new faces and new places this year, this pickup of this Sclafani is getting underrated as the Giants continue to lead the NL West here. This was a huge pickup for them in bolstering their rotation. He's given them innings, and he's given them quality innings. I'm going to go with your guy Wheeler against Kershaw today. Uh, listen, I looked at this one. And I don't even know why I didn't end up taking it. I love Wheeler in this spot. You know, Clayton Kershaw this year has had three games where he's given up five earned runs, five games where he's had four earned runs or more. He continues to struggle. I know he did pitch well in his last start, but the two previous ones to that, he's been in real trouble here, Mike. And by the way, i got to throw this out there because, you know, if I end up taking the Phillies, I'll end up taking a play on this as well. Reverse run line Phillies plus 215. I like it. Look, when he's bad, he's really bad. But he's he's tiptoe through the raindrops so far. Exactly. You know, really, in order to be eight and five and a whip of under one, because his control is so good. But you, when he's at ninety and eighty nine, he's not the pitcher he was at ninety three. Uh, it makes a huge difference to him, and he gets hit hard. I think Wheeler is more informed than Kershaw right now. I'll take plus one twenty, but I'm taking this first five. I don't want to mess with this Phillies bullpen tonight. First yeah. five on Wheeler plus one twenty. Also, the advantage with the first five. You can get a push. You can get a yes, tie, okay. right? You can be tied at the end of five. You're good. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you this question before we get to the final play. Who will be the bigger star from Highland Park when all is said and done in L.A.? Uh, it would be Clayton Kershaw. Move on. It's not Matthew Stafford. Even no, if he wins a Super Bowl. He's, he's bringing multiple Super the Bowl Highland Park titles. Scots. He's, he's, first, of all, first of all, let's clarify something there, smart guy. When did Thank I you. say, when did I, uh, by the way, that was sarcasm, Mike. Oh, I thought that was a compliment that guy gave, a sincere compliment. Yeah, yeah it works the same way here. Um, I didn't say they're going to win the Super Bowl. I said they're winning the NFC. Okay. I still think Kansas City is the class of the league. I think the offensive line will be fine. I'm a little bit concerned about Long's injury. However, 
the Rams winning multiple Super Bowls. Let's let's pump the brakes. Let's get through 17 weeks first. Okay. Let's 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 win the division first and then go from there. Oh, stop it. You you want to pin your hopes to Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, the odds suggest Trey Lance is going to be starting early in the hey, year. Do you want me to call out your bookmakers? No, I don't want you to call out anything here. This is a tight-knit family. <laughs> My final play, there's the odds as we see. Look at their Look the 49ers are now the favorite. You better be pounding the Rams at plus 190. Well, I think they were they were $2 you took them at, right? Or 210. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah got to be 210. The uh listen, I can't help it. By the way, aren't I, I listen? I, I don't want to sit there and air laundry on the air here. It's unbelievable. Listen, just air laundry. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to do it right now. Just because the bookmakers can't move off a line, they're, they're st- you know what the problem is? They're so mm-hmm. firm mm-hmm. in their position. Mm-hmm. Stubborn bookmakers. A hundred percent. You really think the Nets should have been a four point home dog last night? Give Jay Carnegie credit. He changed his whole contest to mirror ours. He's not as stubborn as you might think. Well, I'm glad he was able to see over the counter to do it. Okay, the Canadians Knights. I'm going to take a plus price. No goal in the first ten. This is a form of the bet. Of under five and a half or five. I don't want to get involved in that, but I don't want to lay a price plus one. Why are you taking the first 10 minutes here? Take the under one and a half goals. I don't want to lay 140. Well, they scored with what? uh, 10-15 left in the first period? Just update everybody. Uh, According to Tim Botemps on Twitter, the Suns say that Chris Paul, or I'm sorry, let me get the update here. Uh, Chris Paul, we're not going to get any update on Chris Paul until Saturday as to when he will return. That's going to be a big, big lingering factor in the next series. Darren Banks up next in studio on the Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, 
and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With exclusive Bet's daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options, Bet River Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. On my left is Amal Shaw. On my right is Darren Banks. It's Wednesday. That means it's Banksy time. Banksy, you've been going to these games here at T-Mobile. You got to see game one on the glass. By the way, nice shout-out by Eddie O. They had you on national TV the other night. Great shot of you on, on the glass there enjoying the game. Uh, you've seen it up close and personal. There's nobody better to watch, as Amal says, a game than with a former player that understands it. You saw game one. Here's the bottom line. Does Montreal have any chance to win this series? Not without Petrie. Petrie's a big piece of their team, but, I mean, you know he's hurt, right? You know he's yeah. got a bad hand. It's his lower hand. I mean, if he plays, I'd be going after him. I mean, just the way you have to do it. But, uh you know, and you got to stop those little guys in their team. Look, Gallagher and that uh, the other young kid that came out of college this year, Cole. I go, those guys are explosive players. And, I mean, they could have had a few goals at the beginning, but Andre Fleury played unbelievable at the beginning of the game. And then I think they all shot us like 12 to 9 in the first period. We need to get bodies in front. And if you've seen, they scored three goals by defensemen because yeah. the guys were in front of the net. Yeah, he Price never saw the Theodore off the at all. Never had one, one he, look he at it. He didn't even move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to me, when you look at this one, you mentioned the absence of Petrie, but the the one thing I thought was interesting, Montreal got going offensively early on, had several opportunities, couldn't capitalize, and then it seemed like they dropped off precipitously probably for the second and third period or even latter part of the first period. Yeah, I mean, they were really bringing it at the beginning of the game, and I was, like, fearing for, for the Vegas Knights. I was like, boy, you know, they don't get some offensive going. All the play was at the other end of the rink, but... uh they finally figured it out, and I think today's game plan for the Knights tonight, they'll, their forwards will be more involved than they were last game. Thanks. I want to talk about 
totals in this series. You can shop around town. You get fives. You can get five and a halves. I know you tend to play overs. You like to, to, to root for the overs. But in this series, I think it's going to be very low scoring. I think it's difficult. Montreal makes it good. You make a good point about Petrie. I think he's better than Weber, by the way. Um, but I think it will be hard for the Knights to score as well. So I like these under five and a halves when they post five and a half. Well, I seen under five today earlier today yeah. on William Hill, so I was like, "Wow, I might, I may be taking the over." Um, wasn't a lot of power plays, you know, and Vegas is killing every power play that they're, you know, their penalty kill. I think they've eighteen for eighteen, lost eighteen power plays in the other team. So, uh, if there's more power plays, there might be some more goals, but I'm still betting the overs. I like the six. And teams are going to pull their goalie with. I mean, they pulled their goalie with four minutes ago, down three. And, yeah, and neither team scored a goal. So I thought for sure it was going to fly over, but it never did. I was surprised to see them pull the goaltender in that situation for as long as they did. I figured two goals is probably your kind of your threshold, particularly in game number one. But it does give Carey Price a few less minutes in which he's got to deal with it. We saw the puck time all the way down there. Darren, I want to switch out east, uh, excuse me, to the series between the Islanders and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning bounced back in a big way. They needed that game, and they played like a defending Stanley Cup champion. How do you see the rest of this series playing out? I I love Tampa in game number three. I said it's going to be a dogfight. This series is going to be a dogfight, and they were interviewing Matt Martin after the game, and I guess it's getting chippy now. And I think it's going to be kind of a rough series. Kucherov, I mean, he's their best player on their team. I've never really seen him get banged up. Uh, maybe they start hitting him and make Patrick Maroon, you know, show up. Yeah. And uh, there's some guys on the Islanders. That, I mean, they're going out. They're going to be going after him next game. I guarantee you that. Why are the Islanders so good at drawing penalties? You saw the Bruins. They lost that series because they kept going to the box, and their PK was abysmal. They didn't know what they were doing out there. Even Tampa Bay, they keep putting the Islanders on the power play. What is it about Barry Trotz and this team? It keeps getting in the man advantage. I just find they work the walls really well. They're really strong on the puck, and they sacrifice their bodies a little bit more than I, I find other teams do. But they're defensive. They start defensively before they think offense. And, you know, like Brazil, I mean, that guy could be a 50-goal scorer, but he'd rather deke everybody and, you know, skate around all over the all over the rink. You know, and I talk to their coaches, and they just laugh. It's like, we can't get the guy to, you know, shoot the puck. He wants to, you know, pass all over the place. But... They're, they think defense first, offense second. We're talking to Darren Banks, former NHL player, played for the Boston Bruins, long time in the minor league hockey system as well. He's a host now here, executive host, Circa D. Golden Gate. Banks, I mentioned Barry Trotz. You're friends with Barry Trotz, friends with Pete DeBoer and their coaching staffs. Amal asked a lot of our hockey guys, how has Barry Trotz been so successful? Nashville, he wins a cup with the Capitals. They're terrible after he leaves. He takes the Islanders from the worst defense in the East to the best defense last year, and here they are again in the semifinals. Is it the emphasis on defense? He's one of the first guys to use a goaltending coach, right? Now you see that more prevalent in the league. Yeah, I mean, he coached me, you know, in 1995, I think it was, and he preaches defense, and he preaches, let's take care of our end, and the other end will take care of itself, and he gets the guys to buy into it, and he's, he's a coach, he's a player's coach. Guys love playing for him. They want to do everything they can for him. Uh, where other guys, you know, you get a Torrello where guys don't care what he says, you know. So um, there, he he preaches it, and the guys believe it, and they and they buy into his system. You know, I love the point you made about the defensive perspective from Trotz. I'm going to give you a quick soccer analogy. You look at Italy, perfect example. They're the type of team, and, and hockey and soccer to me are two sports where if you make defense a priority, you'll figure out a way to get some offense. 
But it's very difficult if a team says, listen, we're not trying to score five goals, but we're going to limit you to one. It becomes tough to beat those types of teams, and that's why we see the Islanders as one of the final four teams once again. Yeah, I mean, and they, you watch their games, they're always low-scoring games. Yeah. You know, you don't see them scoring five, six goals in a game. Uh, but if you can protect your own end and get some offense, you know, scoring a power play, you can win some hockey games. Do you think there's value in betting the Islanders plus 165 right now to win this series? I like it. Yeah. I, I always said this, this series would be a six- or seven-game series. I don't think either team were going to sweep each other, but it's going to come down to goaltending at the end. If the Knights meet the Lightning in the final, who do you favor? I don't know. I don't know. I, I still lean towards Tampa Bay, first of all, because they've been there, right? Yeah. And, but Vegas is firing on all cylinders. You know, you're liking the way they're playing. I wish I would get a little more offense out of them, get some more shots out of them, especially early in the game where teams can end up burying you. It's hard to come back from. If we get that finals matchup, the one thing I'm looking forward to seeing is Vegas had the best PK during the regular season. They've been tremendous. You alluded to last 18 kills. But you get Kucherov or Stamkos basically operating in their offense, uh, excuse me, in their office. They're unbelievable. And, you know, Vasilevsky, you pointed out uh, last time when you were on, the way he has been playing, it's huge. The one thing I like about for Vegas and for uh, Tampa Bay is the fact that both of these teams can win a game if it's high scoring. They can win a game if it's defensive. Whereas I think the Islanders and the Canadians are going to have to win games that are defensive. I don't see too many scenarios where the Canadians win a game 5-4, the Isles win a game like that, a 6-5 or something. Yeah, I don't think there'll be ever be a high-scoring game with those teams. Uh, and, and again, Tampa Bay, you can't put them on a power play. Yeah. And Vegas has been pretty smart. I mean, they're not taking dumb penalties, and hopefully they keep playing that, but I want a little bit more out of their offense. Jacob, can you throw up the odds uh, for the con Smythe? I want to see if Banksy has any impression here about... First of all, you know, who obviously you're handicapping who's going to win it, right, to win the Conn Smythe. But then could it be somebody other than one of these goalies? Could it, could it be Kucherov? Could it be Point? Could it be Stone? Or is it really just going to come down to Vasilevsky and Marc-Andre Fleury? It comes down to goaltending. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Cup's not won by a forward scoring 30 goals in the playoffs. It comes down to that goalie yeah. making a big saves. I think you make a great point there, but the one thing I would make a point from Kucherov's perspective is he has 19 points already. I mean, if you look at the remaining guys in the postseason, I think he's five ahead of Braden Point at this time. I mean, he's so far ahead of everybody, it's hard to negate. And Vasilevsky has played extremely well, but if you have one of those games like we saw, what was the game number five between, uh, what was the game where there was like eight goals scored in the third period between the Pan- yeah, Panthers four. and Lightning? Or game yeah. five. Yeah, it was, well, a, it was a no. It was game four because it was the Carolina had the home match. Yeah, game it was one of those games. I'm sorry, I said Panthers, but I meant Hurricanes, right? Hurricanes. Um, I, I think it becomes tough to give those guys the consmite because Kucherov being out the entirety of the regular season to come in and to not really skip a beat and actually to be elevating his play has been impressive. Yeah, I mean you're hearing everyone complain about how much they're over the salary cap right now. Yeah. and I go, you can't, you know, hate a team for being smart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, right. Listen, this guy's he's injured. Let's get him fixed up. He's got the whole year to practice a little bit, and then he's he's fresh and ready to go at the time of the playoffs. Yeah, for people who are unfamiliar with what Darren is referencing, Nikita Kucherov was out for the entirety of the regular season, the 56 games due to surgery, so he didn't count against the Tampa salary cap. Now you bring him back in the postseason, they're ready to go. Yeah, it was an amazing feat by, by Tampa to be able to figure that one out. Yeah, uh, Former Knights coach, original Knights coach, Gerard Gallant, very familiar with him. Hired by the Rangers. Good hire? Great hire. I mean, they're, you know, and I was talking to Mike Yo last night. He's a coach for Philadelphia, and he said the Rangers team 
is a team that's coming, and they got pieces there that these young kids that can really play. Having Gerard Glant there, who's an amazing coach, might be something that'll turn the thing there. You know, help that team turn the next step, get into the playoffs, play, be successful. Uh, goaltending has been a issue there for a little bit. The decision to bring in Pete DeBoer midseason, I thought was one of the best moves we saw it happen with Chelsea in the in Premier League. But what a move it's been! And now Vegas is seven games from lifting the trophy, the cup. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I was surprised that Dragon got fired. Still don't know what that's all about. Yeah. But bringing in Pete DeBoer couldn't have been a better replacement. Yeah, You can't really argue with what Foley or this team has done, uh, Bluebolts and, and McPhee. I mean, three three Final Fours in the first four seasons. I mean, it's, it's really, truly remarkable. If your friend Pete DeBoer makes it to the finals, he's been there with New Jersey, lost, been there with San Jose, lost. Is there a lot of pressure on him? I don't think. I mean, there's pressure on every coach, right, to get to the finals. And, you know, I make the text after every series to them. I'm like, boys, seven more wins, eight more wins. Lift the cup. We'll drink it in my backyard. You know, and it's, you know, and they appreciate me sending them a text and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully he can get there and there'll be a lot of excited guys on this team that I'll be, they make it I'll be excited to have that cup at Stadium Swim. Thanks for staying tuned to the Nuts. Up next on VEASAN, batting across America. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.